I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Hello, everyone. I am Donica Strange Riscano, and this is a new episode and broadcast of Recapture. How are you, Monica? Well, good morning, twin. I am so well. Are you doing? I'm doing great. We are back. We had an awesome uh, last broadcast, last episode with our guest, Shannon Williams, uh, sharing her powerful testimony of her weight loss journey. We had so much information that we have her back again this week. Hello, ma'am. Good morning. Yes, good morning. So glad to have you again. I know I'm singing. My grandkids say all the time, Mimi, why you sing when you talk? Like, <laughs> Madison. So I say, good morning, ladies. Okay, that's, good morning. that's okay. I literally, sing, I literally sing in the car. Judah and Levi told me once, this is not a Disney movie. And so that's okay if you sing when you speak. I know, right. So we're glad to have you back. On last week, we we just talked a little bit about uh, tell us about your journey, and you and you talked about how you had had an episode or with your doctor. Your doctor had given you a diagnosis, and that th- the prescription was medication. But through prayer and through the prompting of the Holy Spirit, you took a j- different journey. And we're going to talk about more about that this this week, more about the journey of your weight loss i will say in your in your bio when we read your bio last week and and it talks about when you were uh your dad died when you was 12 i always say my dad died when i was nine and i never thought about my siblings you were 12 years old when when dad died three years older than us we were nine. Oh, okay yeah, 12. <laughs> yes, yeah, so. Um, I didn't know that. You, you just had your 50th. Monica's. I'm going to be having my 53rd. Oh, okay. I want to, you have some information to share, but I, your prayer was so powerful. Last week, do you want to give your information and then have Shannon to start open with prayer? You know what? She can pray and then I'll share the information. Yes, yes. Okay. Your prayer was so powerful last week. We ended. Our tip for a journey was your prayer, but we want to open up with prayer today so that he that has an ear to hear, let him hear Amen. what the Holy Spirit is saying. Amen. Amen. So go ahead, Shannon, if you could open us open up with prayer for us today. So, Father, we just thank you right now um, that you even have put the Ruach of breath of God in our bodies, mm-hmm. Lord. Um, we don't take for granted anything that you're doing. So, Father... This morning, we freely give ourselves over to you that you would have that your divine will, plan, and purpose, Lord God, were permeate in everything, Lord God. Lord, we open up our hearts to receive the overflow, Father God. We align ourselves with the change, Lord God, that it would manifest in it, would be contagious, Lord God, that it would be that it would spread, Father God, and that the people, Lord God, who are needing to hear, to see, to visually have a change, Lord God that this story be a witness and that it would be a light 
Father God, that change would manifest itself, Lord God, like never before. So, Lord, let us come with a submitted heart this morning, Lord God. Let us turn back to you where all power and authority flows, Father. And if, Lord God, if there's a misstep, forgive us, Lord, for we don't always get it all right, Lord. But we know that you're a patient, kind, and forgiving God. And, Lord, let us treat each other the same way, Lord. Let us be encouragers, Lord God. Lord, let us help someone along on this journey, Father, of life. Let us be people of change, people of change, for we are game changers. Lord, we honor you and we thank you for what you've done, but we stand in anticipation on the things on the horizon for each of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And before Monica gives her information, I want to tell you that we're going to just talk about our homework. We always have homework. Last week, I talked about our homework or writing our story, writing our timeline. This week, go back and look at your story, the timeline that you wrote, and what other God words that breathe life into you. Mm-hmm. And I think about the goodness and the grace of God. Amen. And so... Think about those words when you prayed. It reminded me to on our journey, recapture life. We're in a place of thankfulness, even at those ups and downs, Absolutely. those ebbs and flows in our lives. Absolutely. That who is God in our lives and, and reflect on those on those things for your homework this week. Thank you, Monica. Go ahead. Well, you know what? I want to talk a little bit uh, since Ambassador Shannon is talking to us about her spiritual journey. I wanted to talk about it just from a little bit from a clinical place and so that you can connect the anointing of God, the word of God in your life with your behaviors. And there's an eating spectrum. Now, this is uh, based on work or some survey information coming from uh, Self Magazine. And it's talking about an eating behavior spectrum. And what we're seeing is healthy eating behaviors disordered eating behaviors, and having an eating disorder. Under a healthy eating behavior, you only eat when you're hungry. You stop when you're satisfied. You enjoy food and eating. You don't restrict or limit foods out of fear. You may change your eating behaviors based on information, but not out of fear. Mm. And with healthy eating behaviors, you have a positive body image. Now, you know, you could be a certain size and still have a positive body. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Disordered eating, you obsess with weight control. You're a chronic dieter. You restrict your calories like skipping meals. You have fears and anxieties around food. And then you have what's called compensatory behaviors, such as making up for a a binge eating by restricting purging, or over-exercising. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you from another space in the clinical atmosphere that exercising is a positive addiction. Now, sometimes I see some people, it, it really is too far, but exercise is considered a positive addiction. And then uh, finally, for disordered eating, you're worried about your body image. Right. Under healthy behavior, you had a positive body image. Under dis, um, disordered eating, you have worries about your body image. Now, the final piece is eating disorders, actually having a clinical eating disorders. This is an eating disorder which is defined uh, by clinician and is within the uh, DSM-5, the Diagnostic Statistical Manual of Behavioral uh, Disorders. And eating disorders is number, these are eating disorders. Now, we hear about these 
anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, binge eating disorder, and then they have other otherwise specified eating disorders, and then avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. Now, I won't go into defining each of these disorders, but the reason I thought we should hear about these three spectrums, healthy eating, disordered eating, and actually having a clinical diagnosis for you to kind of hear about where you are in that space. Are you eating healthy or are you having disordered eating? Like you just binge eat the whole weekend long, but you're going to be on the treadmill three hours to get rid of that. Or you just ate fried chicken, nuggets, hamburger, ice cream, shake, and then uh, you're not going to eat for two days to make every up for time that. We come, every time we come, every week, we, Monica and Shannon, whenever we come to this side of town, because we live on the other side of town yes. and we're coming to the radio <laughs> station, I promise you my mind is like, okay, I want to go around the corner to that chicken place. But it's too early for that. You know what I mean? They're not open. I can resonate with what you're saying in, in the frame of work of where people are in their body image and in their food intake, but I want to ask you, Shannon, that you, you last week you shared the journey and with us. Uh, we You said one scripture, I think, from Hebrews, but was there any passages or scriptures that God carried you through on this journey? Let um, me give my disclaimer before she get the scripture. Okay. Um, what we want to say to you today is that uh, we are not your medical doctor. Uh, Shannon is not a doctor or a therapist, a nutritionist. Uh, please follow the advice of your doctor or healthcare professional. Thank you, Monica. Um, Donica, to answer your question, yes, there were numerous scriptures, and 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 the reason why there was numerous scriptures is because I was taking on a, I'm going to say a war that extended back years and years and years. I don't even know if you guys know this, but when I was in high school, I was a purger. I would eat and eat what I wanted, and then I would go and I would purge my food. I didn't know That's that. an unhealthy practice, right? So my dealing with food was not something that just fell in my lap. This was something that had been ongoing my entire life. Um, lose weight, gain weight. Lose the weight, gain the weight. Lose the weight, gain the weight. Well, it was so, young, though. You were skinny. He was skinny. I, yeah, I know. Kids. But did you know that was the reason why? Because I was doing that? No, we didn't know and that. And so it, that, that started the... Uh, inappropriate relationship with food, you know, and self-image. Um, those things play into um, what you do and what you put into your body, what you would do to your body. And so even with saying that, I'm, I'm seeing and hearing that you would do that to create an image that you feel like the world wants to see. But the word of God already says we were created in his image. Amen. So we should allow him to do the molding and the sculpting and the circumcision of our bodies. Right? Amen. Not, not the world. And I think that's huge because. But it starts with our hearts. But, but you know what? That's why he started from the inside. When I mentioned on the previous broadcast, he started doing the work on the inside. And, and it's still a part of my life right now. It's the whys behind what I'm doing. Why is it that you want to look that way? Why is it that you feel that way about your body? Where did that come from? What what behavior or have you come in contact with or experienced that caused you to have that mindset about who you are? Um, and just eating and dissecting the word of God is what brought the change. Um, and I, I know it sounds simple in the saying, 
But this is truly work and being cognitive and conscientious daily about what you're doing. Um, I'm a huge advocate for the word and speaking the word of God. Mm -hmm. I believe that it has power, power, it unfolds, it brings about change. And in Proverbs 18, it says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who um, eat of it, right, you've got to eat the word of God daily. Yes. Daily, you've got to partake of it. It's just like when you sit down and have that breakfast, that coffee. And, Lord, I'm not talking about it's not just words on a page. It's not black words on a white page. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God can go on and bring change. You know how you go to the doctor and... They want to have these augmentations and all of that. They want to cut away and add to. Mm. Well, you know what? The scripture does the same thing. Mm-hmm. We just have got to apply the word of God to every facet um, of our life. Um, when I first started, the Lord took me to the word gluttony. Mm-hmm. Um, gluttony. Under that, I wrote self-hatred. Mm. Habitual greed, excessive eating, greed, overeating, overconsumption. That's not just with food. That's with anything. Right. God has called us to a balanced lifestyle, no matter what it is. And so it started there. And then he took me to Philippians 3 and 19, Corinthians 3, 16, uh, Corinthians 10, 31. I hope you have your pen and taking notes. Better than that, go to our uh, website, www.recapturemedia.net. You're listening now, listening now, but go to the podcast and just take this in, take in the information, follow our uh, podcast. But listen to what Shannon's saying from last week with her journey and with the Word of God this week. Go ahead, Shannon. Um, one scripture that I just absolutely love, Matthew 10 and 1. Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority and power over unclean spirits to cast them out. And to heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Not some. Every. Every. Mm -hmm. Every kind of sickness. Psalms 107. He sent his word and healed them and rescued me from my destruction. You know what's so important about that scripture? Because I love that scripture. But the verse above it talks about how the people called out to God. Mm. And so whenever I say that verse now, it's because of what happened mm-hmm. in your own life, life. Absolutely. That you were seeking God for this place of rejuvenation and healing and removing of diseases. But I think it's verse number six before it, or it says the people cried out, out to God. Absolutely. I say, wow, how come we quote that verse all the time and we don't talk about the people cried out to God? Right. Well, I think that I think that you, you got to get to that. You got to get to that to get to the second part of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like. It's the hors d'oeuvre and then the main the main course. Mm-hmm. You, they go hand in hand. You've got to have them both, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I was crying out to God. Um, it was a, a place of heaviness. Um, it was a place of being tired and starting over. I, Donica, no, I tell you this. Keep doing it until until you get it right. Or yes. Keep starting over so you don't have to start, start over again. Right. But I knew for me this time that this was it. And what you I say, am do doing, what you got to do until you don't got to do until it. Until you don't have to do it yes. anymore. Amen. You know what I want you to talk about? Because there are a lot of people in the body of Christ who do deal with overeating. Or even some of us you are obese and you're not really identifying it or dealing with it. You have a great and powerful word, a great and powerful testimony. What about those people who are having somewhat of struggle, uh, but they're not being successful? What uh, what spiritual advice you could offer them for self repentance, self forgiving? I think you just said it. Do it again until you 
get it right. Keep but, starting over till you don't have to start mm-hmm. over. Um, I, I think that um, I, I, I think it's important again to identify the whys. Mm-hmm. You know the the whys behind why you need to have this change. Um, to be transparent with yourself. You know, um, you didn't get here overnight, and it's not going to change overnight. Because you know, when I talked about some of these behaviors, one of them was uh, like being cheating and then doing something else, like you said, purging. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about that level of extreme, but sometimes uh, you're talking about having a victory in this walk, but some people are not in the victorious space. And so how can they come to a place of self-repentance and being covered by grace while they're getting there, while they're getting to that place? Because uh, you have a great behaviors in your diet plan. Uh, but what about those people who are trying, but they're failing? Well, I didn't always have great behaviors. And I think the most pivotal thing that comes to mind right now while you're asking that question is it was God. Mm-hmm. It was the, it was time for me to here's what I'm going to say. I was not going to die. I mm-hmm. was not going to lay down my life to diabetes. Right. There is so much work for me to do. Um, I not only in the kingdom um, as it relates to God's business, but my own personal life. I have grandchildren. Um, and my son, has he's not even married yet. I want to be around to see him get married and have children. And mm-hmm. I want to live in the fullness of what God had for me. And the decision is clear. You have to make a choice. Right. You, you're going to have to make a choice. And on those moments that you're weak, you do cry to God and you get in the word of God. Last night I was looking over some stuff. Let me tell you, the word of God is like a fire. When you hear, you know, old people say it's like fire shut up in your bones. Mm-hmm. Man, when you eat of the word of God, it is life changing. It will give you the strength when you are weak. It will give you power. It will show you how to walk in dominion. Um, it will give you the authority. Um, if you if you're seeking God daily and I do mean daily. And I had to really do this, guys. I had to pray and say, Lord, take away the taste of those things that are not good for my body. I, I, I know some people say like, oh, that's not really practical. We live in this world. Y- yes, it is. Yeah. Stop being conformed by the world. Right. Stop listening to what the world is telling you and plug into, tap into the power in the word of God. Cleanse my palate, Lord, that I don't even have a desire to do those things. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that I saw a program on YouTube and it was talking about that your taste buds change when you eat it. So you're saying, Lord, change my palate. That is so, a good, so good that you say that. Because, it, it does, you know. Because the lady was talking about the food to eat, and she said, don't worry about it because you would tell your body what to desire. You're, you would tell your body what to crave. And so you have a you have a different palate because you allow God to change your palate. Then there was a, a prayer that you already prayed. So we were talking about everything on your journey. And I, and I think you already answered this question. I'm going to ask, ask it anyway. How has it been different this time be, than before? And what you said was it was God. It, it is, it is truly been a journey with allowing him to introduce me to um, new foods, new way of cooking, new thoughts about nutrition and foods. Um, when I first started, I mean, I completely shut it down. I gave up sugar, anything white, fried foods. Um, you know, Louisiana in me loves some rice with everything. We ate rice every day. And listen, I'm talking about the big, the big bag of rice or the big 15 gallon container of rice was in I was our house. Because I'm thinking about that. I said I'm gonna have to cook a, 
the big pot of rice for Judah and Levi. My goodness, y'all know I have sons in the home. So when you say the rice, Shannon, you were talking to me about that. And when you said you gave up uh, white rice and potatoes, pasta too? Pasta. Yes. Anything. You know flour, what I knew? Because we talk every day in, in, in our family, in our group. You guys are putting your plates on there, your dishes, your beautiful food. And guess what? All kind of colors, different colorful food. Mm-hmm. When you was talking to me and you said that you'd taken away rice and pasta and potato, I knew that you had taken away sugar, but I didn't recognize. Because uh-huh. I said, well, what do you eat instead of rice? You say cauliflower rice. Right. So we talk about your journey all the time. Right. So let's talk a little bit more. So as you talked about the food that you eliminated. I will say, Shannon, one day I was talking to you on the phone and I said, hey, I've got some shrimp in the freezer what should I make? And just off the top of your head, you say, make some shrimp tacos, get some taco seasoning shrimp, and those little uh, carp sense tortillas uh-huh, you told me right. about, black beans, uh, pico, pico, lettuce on there. Yes, the shredded lettuce right. and cheese and sour cream, right? Just like that. That's how change happens Absolutely. for you. You could just off the cuff say, hey, make the kids this. And you know what? I didn't tell you, but they were. You say put the black beans on the side. I actually put them on there, and That's it was fine. so filling. Right. It was it was so filling. So tell us a little bit more about your routine. I will say to the listening audience that Shannon has this little dessert that she told me about. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was like Greek yogurt with those Texas uh, H-E-B pecans. They were, uh, they're the praline pecans. Pra- praline, yes. I was going to say they were covered <laughs> with something. So I went to the store. So store so excited. I got the Greek yogurt, the praline <laughs> pecans I did. And I made the concoction. Nah. Why you say concoction? She wasn't like it. She didn't like it. She I didn't, didn't like, like it. it. I, did, I did not. I did not like that one. But you, you showed me Give so it a many. Chance again. Well, I found a different Greek yogurt. I told you about that. Levi ate it, but whatever. So um, <laughs> I had. I did find. But we're talking about change and routine, right? And so from this to that. So. I'm not saying whether you should drink diet soda or not. Uh, uh, I keep calling you Esther. Shannon is here today. I'm going to say Shannon is the expert. We can go from a journey of having a soda with calories and sugar to a diet soda to water. But you have a lot of things that you put in your blender. So I want to talk about, oh, my God, three minutes. It's been so fun. I want you to talk about your routine. Okay. Your weight, uh, your you work out, too. So tell us a little bit about that. We have a couple of minutes left. Okay, so... um Totally changed my my, my eating habits. Um, went to making sure I had a fruit and something green on my plate every time I ate. Um, what really kick-started was the uh, Mediterranean diet, which is a heart-healthy diet. I started implementing some of their recipes into my diet. I was very mindful not to self-sabotage, which for me was this. Oh, you can have that piece of chicken today. You worked out all week. Mm, no lies. You cannot have that piece of chicken today. Now, I'm not saying that there won't ever be a time that I can do that, but it's not right now. I implemented a gallon of water today. Here's something huge. Sleeping habits is huge. I had to, I'm a late night kind of person, so I stayed up late. I had to change that. I have to, I have, to have six to eight hours of sleep. Um, it, it rejuvenates and revives the body. So water, changing my food. Um, I got a personal trainer. Um, I'd like to say kudos to myself because it has been one year and I have worked out at least three times a week, every week for the past year. So you got to put your body in motion. You got to figure out what, what you like to do. I'm, I used to like to jog, right? So, but I had a, Injury with my foot. I had to stop doing that. Well, guess what I did? I went out. We got a bike. Mm-hmm. We got a um, a rower. 
Um, I went to five and below and found kettlebells and ropes. And so I implemented fitness. Uh, I'm going to encourage you, don't watch the scale. Look for your rewards in other areas. Look at how your inches have changed. Look at how your clothes are fitting. Um, Make a choice to be healthy today. Make a choice to be healthy. Choose life one step at a time. Take one thing off the plate and then make your changes from that point on. So if you know you have a soda every day, cut back on the sodas. If you see that you're eating more fried fruits, try grilled. Just make implement small changes, and they have an impact long term. Yes, Santa. Thank you so much for being our guest. I want you to, uh, we at the end of our broadcast, we always have something we call the tip for the journey. So pick one of the scriptures that you want to help us to end our broadcast with. Um, Shannon said, make a choice and start to implement. And so we want you to just go ahead and read a scripture as we close out on today. I think I'm going to say First Peter 1 and 13, the uh, New Living Translation says, so prepare, prepare means to make ready your minds for action and exercise self-control. Amen. That is so powerful. Say that. What is the verse again? It's 1 Peter 1 and 13. So prepare, make ready your minds for action and exercise self-control. My name is Donica. Hi, I'm Monica. And I'm Shannon Williams. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at the PSDiamondCelebration.com. Until next time.